When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm with the founder of Audiophile, Robin Witten, and we're talking audiobooks. And Robin is really doing very well this week because I'm on board for all of the books she's been recommending. Well, that is the idea. (laughs) We want to be talking about interesting things. And today we're taking a little swerve to Napoleon, a life told in gardens and shadows. Okay, that's novel. (laughs) Written by Ruth Skurr and read by Tanya Kubrick. This is a real biography of Napoleon Bonaparte. Who knew he was a gardener? Ah, well, we find out a lot about his life through his absolute passion for gardens. Whoa. I knew that Empress Josephine had a fantastic garden, Malmaison, but we learn so much more about him you know, how how his his sense of order and his sort of passion for having things laid out in a perfect way had to do a, with a lot of the gardens that he visited, that he wrote about, the gardens he had made, oh the gardens God. he made himself. So the whole idea of, I mean, we can sort of conceptualize the idea of Napoleon ordering up a garden to be made, but he also was a gardener from his earliest time as as a young boy in boarding school. My God. So the conqueror is a cultivator. (laughs) That's it. You see, gardens are very important. Whoa. Talk about complicating an image. (laughs) Well, it's really interesting. First of all, this uh, author, Ruth Skurr, teaches history and politics at Cambridge. She's a well-respected historian. This is a serious biography. Uh, And actually, I found out that there are more biographies of Napoleon than most other world figures. But this one is totally refreshing and unique because it's really about his relationship with gardens and the natural world. And yet, you know, the battles, it goes through his life with the battles and the various uh, things that happened to him. And it's it's a fantastic approach. My God, I'm gobsmacked. I really am. <laughs> I, I, let's hear a little. We're going to be listening to Tanya Kubrick. Who I don't know. I do not know her either. I I think she has done uh, a few audiobooks. She has a lovely British voice, uh, as we'll hear. And her French pronunciation is beautiful. So let's take it away with the clip. 
Okay, here we go. This is Napoleon, wait for it, A Life Told in Gardens and Shadows, by Ruth Skur, read by Tanya Kubrick. His first garden was not much bigger than a grave. At boarding school in Brienne-le-Chateau, between the ages of 9 and 15, Napoleone di Buonaparte was allocated a small plot of land. He could sit or lie down in it, learn to grow flowers and a few vegetables, nothing more. Other boys had similar allotments, lined up in rows like beds in dormitories or barracks. The school was one of 12 sponsored by the French state to prepare pupils for the military academy in Paris. It was run by monks, les Minimes de Brienne, who considered gardening an educative pastime, which would supplement the curriculum of French, Latin, mathematics, history, geography, music, drawing and fencing. Some of the boys neglected their gardens, soon losing interest, letting them turn to dust or be overrun by brambles. But Bonaparte took enormous pride in his. Oh, I like the quality of her voice. Yes. That's a voice I like listening to. <laughs> Lovely, light, very intriguing. You know, I you, you get a sense of anticipation, like what's going to happen next. But there's also a matter of factness. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she's Napoleon <laughs> and his garden, you yes. know? <laughs> Right. Anyway, it was so refreshing, so interesting. And I think uh, people who love serious history will be intrigued and people who love gardens. I'm so glad we discovered this audiobook and can recommend it. And then there's me. I like both. God, this is my week, Robin. Okay. We were talking about Napoleon, A Life in Gardens and Shadows by Ruth Skur, read by Tanya Kubrick. Okay, Robin, thank you. I will talk to you tomorrow. We will, Joe. Honoré de Balzac's Colonel Chabert is part of a series of his novels known as The Human Comedy. Bill Homewood's reading of this parody of French society is, as always, first class. And you can find it at naxusaudiobooks.com. I'm Joe Reed, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. 